Hello, this is Dr. John Jerica, co-founder of NewScript, where we're dedicated to helping clinicians pursue fulfilling non-traditional jobs. To that end, we're holding a free summit from April 11 through the 13th, featuring 12 experts covering careers in pharma, hospital management, consulting, writing, and more. To get the complete list of topics and speakers, go to nonclinicalphysicians.com forward slash summit 2023. Welcome to Coffee and Contracts with John Apino, brought to you by Financial Residency. John owns contract diagnostics and is an expert on physician contract negotiation and compensation review. If you have an idea for a podcast or a question you would like for him to answer on one of his shows, please email podcast at financialresidency.com. Now grab your cup of Java and get ready for Coffee and Contracts with John Apino. Hey, everybody, it's John with Contract Diagnostics again, and I want to talk about compensation data. So you read all the time articles online, looking at Doximetry, the Medscape article, the Merritt Hawkins survey, MGMA, AMGA, Sullivan Cotter, AAMC. I mean, there's all types of data sets. And what do you do with all the numbers? So a couple of things. First off, everybody listening to this podcast as a scientist understands survey bias. So a cardiologist making a million four is probably not taking any surveys. A orthopedic surgeon making over $2 million as, a, as an equity partner in an ASC and a private practice owner is likely not taking a survey. The other thing that the surveys do is they don't account for part-time. So you may have a physician who's making 200000 for a 0.6 FTE. Not, they're not working full-time. And that's not accounted for. It's just for reports wages. So think about emergency medicine, especially, or anesthesia, or hospitalist, or critical care physician, or, you know, or something that's more, you know, or radiology, right? It's more pay for the shift that you're working. You could be working a lot. You could be working a little. We see emergency medicine contracts almost all paid by the hour. And we'll see physicians, we'll see physicians who will be working a hundred hours a week, a hundred hours a month, or 140 hours a month, or 160 hours a month, or 120 hours a month. And when the data is reported out as emergency medicine, it just says emergency medicine average 320,000. Here's the 90th percentile, the 25th percentile and everything in between. So it doesn't take into account the story. The data also doesn't take into account if you're a 1099 independent contractor, or if you are a W2 employee. Now, the data will classify you're a employed physician at a hospital, you're in a big city, a small city, you're working for a federally qualified health center, you are working at an academic center. So there is a level of that, but again, it doesn't delineate if you're in academics, if you're working 0.8 or 0.6 or 95% of a clinical full-time equivalent. So the data is always a little bit skewed. Now, one thing people tend to look at when they look at data, if they have it, and it's super costly, I mean, the... MGMA data set costs thousands and thousands of dollars per year. A lot of employers are blending them together. And so you might be looking at buying three data sets to figure out what the median is for your particular area. But your particular area might not be too defined. So we might have regional based. So the Western region includes California, Alaska, includes Hawaii, Montana, it includes Arizona and Colorado and many other states. So if you're in Colorado, it includes Pueblo, Colorado. And Denver, it also is in the same region as San Francisco and Sacramento, but it also includes Eugene, Oregon, 
So you're going to have all those cities, all those towns, which are very, very different and unique, even if you're a cardiologist, and you're going to lump them all together in a Western data set, if you will. So the numbers aren't always purely accurate. Now, there is some state-level data, but again, it's so dependent from Champaign, Illinois, to Chicago, to the west side of Illinois by St. Louis. So the data, which is good to have, needs to, be, needs to have context. That's why at Contract Diagnostics, we feel that your story matters. So, uh, and this is not a pitch for Compensation Rx, but we have a product that for 300 bucks, you get the data. You also get a call with a, an expert and they can talk to you about your particular story. So you've been in St. Louis as an employed hospitalist for seven years, and you're one of 12 people. You're working how many shifts and you want to stay, you want to go. You're working at multiple facilities or just one. We can talk to you about your, you know, your hospital's position in Florida. If it's a closed ICU or an open ICU, if they're expanding, if your facility just changed contractors as far as who's providing services, all of those things matter when it comes to evaluating fair pay. So take the data, understand that there's nuances between all the data sets. So MGMA, although it's the gold standard, just because it says you should make 320,000, doesn't mean that that's what your employer is going to go by. And it doesn't mean that that number is even relevant for your particular situation in your particular market. We feel that if there's a job that's been open off and on for three years, no one's sticking around, everyone's coming in for six months and leaving, there's a reason. Maybe that risk should be rewarded with a higher compensation. If there's a job that nobody's ever left, it's a track to partnership that everybody always makes and it's people don't quit the group, they only retire. That's a different story than the group that I just mentioned that can't seem to keep somebody around. They've never offered partnership before. They don't know if they're going to offer you a 10% partnership stake or a 50% partnership stake. And so the risk is there and that just changes the whole deal. So looking at the median for that market might not be the same for both of those opportunities that I just mentioned. So how do you evaluate data? Knowing that doximetry data is much different than Medscape data, is much different than Merritt Hawkins data, is much, much different than the big national surveys that are regionally based. So understand the nuances, understand some of the limitations, if you will, of the data, but feel free to give us a call at Contract Diagnostics because we can talk about your particular story and share with you the numbers that we have, which we do have real-time data. We look at contracts all day, every day. So the data that we have, we do have the national sets, but we also have real-time data. So if you're a hospitalist in Chicago, we've done those contracts, you know, this week or last week, right? We kind of see those trends coming before the data is reported up to a year or more delay. We currently, this is March of 2023, we're currently still using the 2022 data set, which is based on 2021 data, and we won't have the new data set for another four or five months. So from the national sets anyways. So I say all that to say the data is important and you should definitely use it to set frame, but definitely there should be more things that go into what's your fair value outside of the median is X or the 75th percentile is Y, and that's where you're going to sit and demand compensation. It could be more, it could be less. Your story does matter. So reach out to us at Contract Diagnostics. Tell us your story. We'd love to hear it and do whatever we can to help make sure you're compensated fairly. Thank you for listening to Coffee and Contracts with John Apino. If you need a contract reviewed or want to know if you are being paid fairly, go to contractdiagnostics.com. See you next time.